The Swamp Without a Still is just a tent, a martini without olives doesn't quite make it, and Mash Minute is intended for mature audiences. Put on your headphones, listen for the tone of your favorite podcast, Mash Minute. Well, it's a minute-by-minute detailed analysis of the movie without which the series wouldn't exist. Megan and Tierney, and guest will make three. Goddamn army, Mash Minute. Welcome back to Mash Minute. We're a movies by minute podcast that analyzes the 1970 Robert Alton film Mash, but we also spend a lot of time talking about the TV show. Not sure how much that will happen today, because, whoo, I'm Tierney Steele. I'm Megan Coleman. And I'm Kathleen Mocklin. Hi, Kathleen. Hi. Thanks for coming back. I'm glad we didn't scare you off. That nervousness, that tension that you hear in her voice is because for those who didn't listen to Minute 64, Kathleen watched these minutes without context. It's a new hip experiment we're doing in the minute by minute format. I'm regretting it now. Oh, oh, it's, no. it's gonna be okay it makes it fun for you guys though and for the listeners out there to hear me squirm so it's good it's very entertaining yesterday you met lieutenant dish you met a hawkeye played by donald sutherland we watched the and make a, out a man who may or may not be dead <laughs> <laughs> and then that the too. possibly <laughs> slightly dead he's not dead he's not dead yet <laughs> This is Minute 65, which, according to my notes, begins with Hawkeye's voiceover, while Painless lies dead in the officer's club. <laughs> I should laugh at that. I'm sorry. The minute so he's actually ends dead. with Dish looking just... down at Painless as entreated by Hawkeye. <laughs> well, he's not... How much do you want to know? He's, no, he's not... he's not dead. He's not, not dead. Not is he dead. mostly dead? He... He's just mostly well, dead. Well... He thinks he's mostly dead. He thinks he's dead? Does that count? Yeah. So he's in a because, coma? Um, <laughs> God, we're the worst explainers ever, Dirty. So <laughs> keep going. Painless has Explain three- Explain why this happened. Oh my <laughs> God, yes. Okay. So Painless is a dentist okay. and he's known for his manhood. Like there's an earlier scene where everyone literally waits in line to try to take a glance at his manhood when he's taking a shower. As one does, because reasons. To what be fair, the more I... Straight uh, out of the penis. Me- Megan, the more I think about this scene, <laughs> the more I think it's supposed to be a joke that we took way too seriously. Yeah, probably. So, at one point, Painless, his three fiancés, he likes the ladies. <laughs> but he basically has whiskey dick. We decided pretty much. <laughs> but he didn't decide that. <laughs> but he didn't decide that. And he claims he never had had that before, which, seeing how much they drink at MASH, I'm going with, he just doesn't remember. And he couldn't perform, as it said, with a lady, a nice nurse from another MASH unit. So somehow he freaks out and decides this means, this whole experience means that he's gay, which is overstepping a lot of steps there, a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> And Hawkeye, when he hears this, basically is sort of like, well, it happens to all of us, so you're probably jumping the gun. And Painless is like, oh, no, 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 like, I I need to kill myself. Like, I I can't go on. And so they devise this scheme that he will think that he's taking, like, the black capsule pill that will end it all. But really, it's a placebo. 
There's a whole That's Last Supper recreation with a reluctant Father Mokehi who gives last rites even though he's not really sure if that's what he should be doing and he gets put Payless goes in a coffin he puts himself in a coffin they carry said coffin out of it's his tent right <laughs> and then um because he also has this ongoing poker game so they basically took that spot over and just ended the poker game temporarily I guess and uh now he's in the officer's tent thinking he's dead or almost dead Okay, okay, so the dude's he's not dead. dead. He's Hawkeye's got a big basically, dick. And then, oh, and don't forget that Hawkeye's basically pipping out his girlfriend to make him feel better. Because, <laughs> To make him course, not feel gay. 1969. Right, exactly. Oh my See, God. now you're yes. all caught up in the mashest way ever. Thank so you. So she has the rare privilege to save a man's life. <laughs> Jesus. Like, <laughs> I have so many issues with that line. Just oh, I have a li- I I, Ugh, I, have Hawkeye, my- I hate you right now. Ugh. Hawkeye got a swear in my notes because when he says, "If your virtue is more important than oh. Painless's life," uh uh-uh. uh uh uh-uh. bad Mm-mm. bad. No blackmail in here, boyfriend. Mm-mm. Hawkeye's canceled. Yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye's f- <laughs> canceled. All right. <laughs> I mean, we did say in a previous minute that, uh, what was it? Donald Sutherland is in the friend zone. So, you know, there's that. No, he's canceled out. This is awful. He's totally canceled out now. Yeah. It's really bad. And I'm super mad because he does one thing in this minute that makes me so happy. Megan, are you ready? I'm so ready for some kind of glimmer of hope. Lieutenant Dish has a name. (sighs) Thank baby Jesus. She's not just... Dish. She's not just Dish. This is Maria. Maria, Maria Dish. <laughs> you gotta see her. Oh, I was going for West Side Story, but sure. Yeah, that works oh. too. Okay, okay, works yeah. too. All good. Let's get Sound of Music in here. We'll just hit them all. Oh, yeah, we'll do. What do you do when you have a problem? Well, I don't like that one because it's, it's what do you do with a problem called Maria? That just seems downerish. Yeah, no, she deserves better. Exactly. She's putting up with so much crap. So, so much, crap. much crap. And it's like, creepy. Thought, and it's creepy, yes. awkward crap. It's like, I thought I was going to get it on my boyfriend before I have to go back to my husband. And, and I was were? already feeling guilty about that, but I was still going to do it because it was nice making out with him up against that telephone pole. And oh, <laughs> exactly. God. Oh, God. Now there's someone what? who might be dead. <laughs> I don't know from th- so from this from this minute from these last two minutes, I gather that Hawkeye is a sociopath, and I think <laughs> he gets off on manipulating other people into really weird fucked up situations. Oh, and my God. God, the backstory, Megan, that was amazing. Oh, yeah, but, but here's the thing: you haven't even you don't meet Duke. You don't get to meet Trapper. They give Hawkeye. Um, they make Hawkeye look... Um, Hawkeye's the say? good one. Yeah, Hawkeye's the good one. <laughs> oh, he he no. gets the gold star for behavior. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> and if you think the movie's bad, Kathleen, I do not recommend you try reading or listening to the book. Because it's, okay. uh, it's even more intense and shit. <laughs> and crappy. And, How uh, misogynistic. do we think... The and actual Korean War was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. It was a, you know, it's it a good turns time. out the early 1950s, not a great time for women. Oh my god, I had no idea. 
not yet. how Doris Day all the time, right? What? But the music and clothes were so cute. They were. <laughs> I mean, this bathrobe looks amazing. Well, she yeah, looks, looks great. Yeah, she does. She, she looks, looks great. fabulous. She's just, you know, being told to look down at an almost dead man that she needs to have sex with, or it's her fault that he dies. Which is just, uh, yeah. Just yeah. no blackmail. Come on. No. I I kind of figured there was something impressive when she lifted the sheet up that high. <laughs> we, I was like, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> look, at that, look at that dead man's dong. Oh, my God. <laughs> look at there. That is a sight to behold. <laughs> How does he walk with that thing in between his legs? I just don't know. Oh, dear. This minute is the manipulation minute. Welcome to manipulation minute, where we talk about manipulation one minute at a time. And and blackmail. I'm not even going to say if you're a man. If you are in any sort of relationship, don't do this. It's called consent, y'all. Seriously. (laughs) I mean, if you're into degradation or like whatever you're into, that's cool. But it should be consenting adults. Safe, sane, and consensual. I feel like I've said this on this podcast before. And she says no. no. Yes. She's like, in this minute, she yeah, says, no. oh no, Hawkeye, oh no, and tries to back away. And he pushes her, doesn't he? He kind of like puts his arm around her and guides her back to the side of yeah, the coffin. Yeah, it's like, you can do it. Like, no. I guess it's a bet, but still, I, it's not a good look for no, our leading like, man. And he's totally manipulating her. And he's like, you've got to look at this, you know, from a nurse's lens, like not just like being a woman or whatever. It's just so manipulative. It's like trying to make this up situation logical. And it's like, oh, you're a woman. You're not logical or reasonable. So you need to listen to me, a man, and have this situation made sense for you by me, a man. So it's just, oh, my goodness. Makes the Ugh. rationalization of the last minute seem pretty cool. It's it's okay to sleep with someone the night before you go back home because you're just releasing tension before you see your husband. Ugh. You know, Ugh. if you haven't had sex since you last saw him, it won't be any good the first time. So the n- good thing to do for him would be to sleep with someone else, of course. Oh my goodness. Also, could it be this dead person? <laughs> I mean, I know he's not. not know. I know Painless is not dead, and that's the whole point. But the implication of this minute is that if she doesn't do this, he will kill himself. Oh my god, that's We're so just messed pressure up. No one needs. Oh, that's not sexy times. It's not sexy times. Oh. I will say, given that they're it's during the Korea or set during the Korean War, and they have mm-hmm. they did a good job setting up that tent, making it romantic. You know? <laughs> I love Set that the they mood. tried to like they're like this is their idea of like okay, we'll get some bread and some candles. And I mean, in any other situation, I would find that room romantic. Okay, like let me just clarify if there that a comatose man. Thank line, you, <laughs> and I wasn't being forced to sleep with this guy who thinks he's gay, who also thinks he's dead and being manipulated (laughs) into it. If we take all of that out of the context, I wouldn't mind having a nice bottle of champagne with my husband in that room and enjoying a a night... 
you know? The production design you appreciate. I appreciate, <laughs> yes, I appreciate the cinematography, the production design, the set design. It's uh, well lit, you know. Now, that was my question for this minute. And maybe this is an awkward question. If you don't want to answer this on the air, I will understand. But just hypothetically, imagining for Maria Lieutenant Dish, are there any circumstances under which Hawkeye could have done this in a better way? Like, is there a way... That Hawkeye could have said... Like, if he explained the plan to her? Like, if Painless needs to... I think he thinks he is explaining the plan to her because in his mind the plan is you sleep with him and everything's fine again? But that's... She needs some backstory. There's a lack of... Well, there's already a lack of communication. I mean, I just don't know what he could do in this specific minute. I think to rectify the situation, you would have to go back and rectify the source. Like, Painless, someone should have helped him more in the beginning of the movie. But in this specific moment in this minute i mean i don't maybe just have her talk to him but painless thinks he's dead so it's just like a no-win situation i don't know oh my goodness these people are crazy (laughs) they're just bananas poor 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 maria just gonna keep saying it i love it i'm so happy she's okay wait okay so this just occurred to me but what could there have been another nurse who would have said yes i don't think so well i mean knocko that's kind of what i'm thinking like is there a way that Hawkeye's stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid. stupid plan could have not been as stupid? I mean, because when we... So, Kathleen, there's also a part in the movie where they listen to Frank and Margaret basically having sex because they put a microphone <laughs> under their tent while they're doing it, and then they're in Henry Blake's office in the dark, or mostly in the dark, listening to them in coitus. And there's this one nurse, Nako, who seems really into it. And maybe, maybe, maybe. she's into different experiences. And Painless has that reputation as being the best equipped dentist in, of, in the army. So I think if Hawkeye had just, you know, put out a listener's poll. <laughs> right, if you just been like, He hey. might have gotten some volunteers. Right, you might have found some chick who had a crush on him anyway. And then, you know. I mean, maybe it would have been consensual and honky-dory and they could have gone their merry little ways. I just don't think there's anything that could be rectified, but I'm trying to understand where Hawkeye's logic is coming from. This is like trying to get into the mind of like a very messed up person, okay? So he's thinking, if this broad is going to do me on her last night... Why not help someone else out if she's going to do someone on her last Isn't night? I think he being he, so selfless. He's being Kathleen. so selfless. He thinks he's, he's being so selfless. <laughs> oh my god, not thinking of her, mind you. Just thinking of his friend. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cuz he cares so much. Oh, barf. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title, Obarf. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, within the messed up constraints of... But, you know, it's so funny you say it's trying to put yourself in the mind of a messed up person. I thought it more of like, maybe this is weird. I know you have a dog, but... When your cat does something weird and then looks you in the eye and it's just like, am I supposed to have understood what just happened? And then they just bolt out of the room. <laughs> That's kind of what I feel like is happening at this point in the movie. Like, I have watched Hawkeye. Sometimes he's done things I agreed with. Sometimes he's done things I didn't. And now in the past, like, five minutes, I feel like he just, like, licked his butt, rolled over, looked me in the eye, and then bolted <laughs> out of the room. And I'm just like, what? What? <laughs> Where did that come from? 
does just like leave her hanging dry. Yeah. There. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, well, this is great. Bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Can you imagine Mash Peace as like out. text as if it was done in text with emojis? Oh <laughs> just- my god. No, just Mash in text form. That's all middle schoolers do now anyway, so right. <laughs> Oh, oh there's so much eggplant emoji with just. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, there would. <laughs> there would be maybe some peaches. I don't know. You know, it just be. Can I tell you the best? It happened many years ago, but the podcast still buffering is about three sisters, two of whom are older they're like gen xers i think or maybe older millennials but whatever on that line and then there's a 15 year age gap between them and their sister so she was a teen and so they were doing a podcast comparing teens of today with teens of the 90s when they grew up and what's still the same and what's different and having the oldest sister having it explained to her why she couldn't use the eggplant emoji was just chef's kiss (laughs) (laughs) She's like, but I like eggplant. And they're like, stop. No, no, don't send that. Don't Don't send that to my mother. Stop it. (laughs) Do not do that. Thank you. Or maybe it was the mom thought it was funny. She's just like, I just thought it was funny. Don't anymore, please. Just no. That's okay. I had to explain edging without explaining edging to my boss. Like, okay. Please tell me that came up somehow in conversation and not just like. Oh, it did. Okay. Edging used to be a library term. It's when you line all the books up at the front edge of the shelf instead of against the back wall. Oh, I I was thinking of. I was thinking of two other terms for edging or two other definitions or contexts. Yeah, <laughs> one like edging, edging your yard, like when you get the landscape people to edge, mm-hmm. like mow and edge and oh, blow. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the sexual context yes. of edging. Yes, yes. Because my boss asked me how the edging was coming along, and I was just like, "Look, I really need you to not say that in front of the new associates, please." Because <laughs> <laughs> that's awkward. Yeah, <laughs> trying to explain but not explain was a was a talent. And then I really just wanted to turn and be like, "Just go Google it at your desk." That's like on incognito mode as we have learned doing this podcast, and just go Google it. (laughs) That's like years ago. My uh, when I worked at a different library, my director he like got a conversation, and my another totally inept female coworker is like, "I don't get this teabagging they're talking about on the news," and he's like, "I'm not even going there. You need to Google. I am leaving the room. Like I'm not even." And she's like, "I don't get what the big deal is," and I was like, "Oh my god, I don't want to explain it to you either. Please Google." I'm really glad my current coworkers are more with it. More with it? Are more with it. I don't feel like they would be like, hey, Megan, can you explain to me? Like, yeah, yeah, we don't have those conversations. Thank you, coworkers, in case you're awkwardly listening to this conversation. If my dad is still listening to my podcast on Minute 65, he will understand how much restraint I just had not telling a story about my mother and her first experience with Google Image Search. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> so. Safe searches, your friend? The internet. Yes. Yes, a mother's <laughs> friend. A mother's little helper is Google Safe Search. <laughs> I love it. I don't even know the story. I love it. Minute 65. Minute 65. Is is making us very angry. And, and it's, again, I, I think I'm getting madder the more I think about the fact you have the privilege of restoring a human being's life by a tender act of mercy. This is a man with a reputation. There are so many... Girls who would have done this without being 
not forced, but kind of forced to by their boyfriend, their mister. I mean, hey, how come? That's a double standard. <laughs> what? Mistress. What's what's the mister? Oh, Hawkeye wait, isn't her boyfriend. On. She's got a husband back home, and and he's her he's side her, piece. Well, yes, but I just realized Mr. there's no can word be used or paramour. Paramour is is better, but but mist that's but paramour mm. can be male or female. Hmm. Paramour can be male or female, so it's not. Yeah, I don't like this whole. I just realized mistress. That's, that's the patriarchy. Everyone knows the word for when the girl. Urban Dictionary has a entry for. Manstress, the male equivalent to a mistress. I like that. I like manstress a little bit better. I like manstress. Manstress. Because it sounds stupid. That's why yes, I like it. It does. It fits this hot A married woman so well. side piece, a second dick you get when the first dick is <laughs> a boy toy, the man you use, abuse, and throw away on top of the man you come home to every day. Jamie, hey, was that Josh I saw you with on Saturday? Tammy Lynn, ooh, girl, please, that was my manstress. I got a piece of him when Josh's dick just ain't cutting it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, redrum this bitch from August 2nd, 2016. I'm gonna say, I like it. Oh my god. Mm. Painless has a grave psychological problem? Yeah! No kidding. <laughs> and you are the only person who can help him. No. That no, part's not, not true. <laughs> Your compound sentence is conflicted. <laughs> half of it's very true, and half of it is very much not. <sighs> but that's the way those crazy manipulative people think, though. Oh my god. I'm just looking over my notes. How he pulls up the corner of the sheet covering painless and forces it into her hand. Yeah. He, it feels a little like he's trying to pimp her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he's some kind of weird Dr. Chicolo and the Matt shoot it. I don't know, like, he seduced oh, her and everything. I feel like he was seducing her, getting her warmed up and everything. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, sexually oh, yeah. driven to the point to where it's, like, maybe she's like, oh, well, I'm already this jazzed up. Like, he's just thinking she'll just go for it because she's already, like, turned on and, like, you know, foreplaying with the telephone rubbing and the <laughs> bathrobe rubbing and everything. So she's good to go. It was, everything was rubbing. <laughs> it's gross. He was just getting her like good to go. And uh everything he was doing, he thought in his sick mind like had some purpose for, you know, so, uh, he was not he was doing a good thing for his friend. That's just so messed up. Some times in our lives <sighs> we have girlfriends that we pimp out oh, to friends worried they're gay making bad decisions <laughs> <laughs> oh god is this over yet now <laughs> uh no no it is not suck it, suck it to me <laughs> so so that was fun so that was minute 65 i clearly don't have anything else to say about it Oh my goodness. Ah. It's totally gonna get better, right? (laughs) (laughs) I have a real big question about that for our next minute. Oh good, because I have still have questions. (laughs) I have so many more notes for next minute. Oh god, I'm looking at the bullet points and it's just like, whoo, that's a lot. That's a lot of questions. Okay. Oh, and we're gonna get to see Nako and spoiler, all our listeners, come back next minute. If you thought I was excited to find out that Lieutenant Dish's first name is Maria, 
Just you wait till I get the rest of her name. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Stay tuned for next minute when we find out the rest of Maria's name. This is so sad that for women it's just like, hey, it took 10 minutes 65 and 66 to piece together her name because they call her Lieutenant Dish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I almost don't want to invite you to plug your podcast because goodness gracious, I remember that being a controversy that in Hocus Pocus, they talk about virginity. Oh my goodness. Virginity. I know. The teenagers know what a virgin is. (laughs) It's implied Allison might not be one. (laughs) Oh no. So scandalous. virtue has been taken. But if Max Max isn't a virgin, that's, I mean, or if he is a virgin, there's too much talking about virgins in that movie. Anyway, yeah, so (laughs) I've got this little podcast about Hocus Pocus, the Hocus Pocus Minute. I host that along with my husband. He's the co-host. And y'all should check it out. And there's lots of talk about witchcraft and virgins and black flame candles and everybody running amok. And the, and the parents not giving a crap about their children. That's what that movie's about. And a real cute cat that doesn't do weird things. No. I appreciate it. <laughs> but really, at the heart of the film, it's about a brother and a sister. And brothers and sisters and older siblings and younger siblings throughout time. And that relationship. Do y'all have siblings? So much more wholesome. I have a sister who's seven years younger than me. Oh, okay. So you would be the the max yep. in this situation. Okay. Yep. What about you, Megan? Do you have a sibling? Yeah, she's two years younger. Okay. Oh, okay. So I have an older sister, so I'm the Danny in, in my life. Um, <laughs> and it, I actually went through that whole thing where my sister was too cool to go trick-or-treating with me, and it was really upsetting. And I had to basically, like, drag her to go with me one time. So I just, I love that movie so much. So please check it out. You can hear all the things about the movie and all the dumb stuff, but all the cool stuff too. <laughs> Come back for minute 66 and we will talk about all the stuff in this movie and a lot of it will be dumb and very little of it will be cool, but a little of it will be and that's what makes it so confusing. Uh...